Episode 2 of Officially Underqualified is officially underway. What? There you go. Like that one? Episode what? Episode 2 of 2024. Episode 2. No, episode 2. Chew. I actually said welcome back welcome to back. someone. You uh, said it then. No, I didn't say it. You said it then. I actually said welcome back. So was... far you've said chew and welcome back. <laughs> God, stop. Can we start again? Morning. All right. Uh, it's fucking early. It is early. Good. What hey. what, uh, what episode is this? Oh man, I can I can tell you. Uh, quite if you want to know, it's sixty something. Is it? Yeah. yeah we're, 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 anyone would think we'd be better than we are. Anyone would think we'd have somewhere to do it. Well, we did. <laughs> well, we do. We're on the casting couch. Oh, Jesus Christ! Loosen your belt. <laughs> this is episode sixty six. Clickety click. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't feel like that many, does it? Does not. That's a, Is that a lucky number? It feels like a lucky number. Every number that uh, we do is a lucky number, mate. Right. We're just lucky we got there. Remember, we thought we were only going to do five of these. Mm. 88's very lucky. Well, that's uh, five months away. 87 is very unlucky. It is very unlucky. Yes. All right. Okay. We need to find a studio, though, don't we? Well, I'm in negotiations with a couple of people, mm. so uh, I'm just trying to... I just feel it. bad for the family. No, they're fine. Megan's going to be up shortly. She's leaving early. Um, is she not up? No, no, no. She's not up. She's upstairs. Oh, right. Yeah. So uh, she's probably up getting ready. She's right. supposed to be leaving uh, 5.30. Another big trip. She's going to, Brisbane. Just going to Brisbane today. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Sweet. Long lunch. Probably. Yeah. yeah it's a tough life. Long yeah. lunch, five thirty. It's I've a got lot, to, very I've got long to, lunch. I've got to be careful hanging shit when I'm in the house. Yeah. 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 You're not you're not as cool. <laughs> you're not as cool when there's direct repercussions. No, that's right. Well, because yeah. I'm facing away from the stairs. So you know, I, I, uh, I just won't watch I won't tell you when she's walking down. This is it. Yeah. Like a glass vase can just be thrown and I won't see it coming. So I've got to be uh I my will. best behaviour. I will. <laughs> and you'll say nothing. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Now last actually th- on that. Yes. Last week, as I was leaving, Megan came out to say hello, mm. and uh, and we got to talking. Yes. About uh, potential offices, potential studios. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I appreciated that. Yeah. Well, she mentioned her desire for a shed out the back, and I promptly designed you a front office and uh, spent all your money figuratively. <laughs> uh, how'd that go? How'd that go uh, after I left? Uh, look, it was more discussion. There was some more discussion, uh, and it's still a, it's a whip. Have it's I a, fucked your life up? Huh? It's a working pro. No, no, no okay. not, not at all. Um, <laughs> not at all. Not at all, Greg. No more than no more than normal. Because you know, one, you know, you know what I'm saying. You you plant seeds. Oh, I'm all uh, about seed planting. Don't yeah, worry about you know, that. I'm so all over that. Yeah. I was trying to plant a seed that would, yeah. you know, create you a lot of work. Are you trying to? <laughs> are you um? You you trying to segue into lawn files here by planting a seed? No, not at all. No. I just I plant seeds. I let them grow. Some of them are lawns. Some of them are offices. Some of them are lantana. <laughs> They're all lantana. <laughs> that is a horticultural joke about a plant that takes over and does nothing for anyone. For those of you playing at home, yes. And as a child, I used to play in it. It was not pleasant. Mm. You've it's always been a bit of a prick. I have. Big time. Big time. Uh, mate, uh, no, look, nothing's really progressed on that on that matter. Uh, and looking looking at some other options for recording spaces. Mm. Uh, but for the moment, we are uh, on the couch. and We're on the couch. So it's, it's comfortable. It is. You know, I've got my plastic table. I'm looking at ways to, to uh, modify the plastic table. I'm going to put a couple holes in it so that we can actually put the... 
right things in the table which would make them a little bit easy and more uh, accessible for us. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think next week you might have to come for a trip up north. Uh, well, it's difficult on this day. Is it? Well, because then we're going to come. Then you've got to come back. Oh, got prior true. commitments in the morning. Yes, true. Well, we don't have to do it on Thursday. No, we don't. We can, I'm happy to talk about another day. For sure. Anyway, we do have prior commitments, so yes. we better get along. Yeah. Uh, mate, uh, you were talking about planting seeds, so we haven't spoken about lawn files in a while. I, oh, I've yes. had the pleasure of seeing um, you know, some, some video of, of your lawn this week. Have you? Uh, yeah, well, you you took some videos for us. Uh, what? And, uh, oh, yes, yes, And, yes, uh, yes. you know, talked about your lawn. I took some videos about lawn grub. Lawn grub, yeah. For, very informative. For Top Dog Pest Control's you Facebook can, page. Yeah, correct. For which you manage. Yes. So, no, that wasn't... Let's just package this up slightly different. I'm not sending you videos of my lawn. You've said to me... You have in the past. can you take some videos for pest-related stuff for content? Yes, for which I did. You did. And now you're going to package that up as I'm sending you photos of my lawn. I'll use, I'll use it whatever I, I'll use it however I can, Greg. Shit. I'll use it however I can. Stop sending me videos about your lawn, mate. Listen, here's, here's what I know. <laughs> Last time you came to my place up north, you got out of the car and the first thing you said is... I said, yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's about as much as you're going to get from me. Oh, no. It, it looks pretty good. It meant the world. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Because <laughs> I know how much it hurt. Don't get used to it. Is it going well up there? It's 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 been very very hot, very very wet. Well, look, it's top shelf. It's like it's a Bangkok strip joint. It's, <laughs> it is, mm. except there's less grass on the there's less grass <laughs> on the wicket, wicket in Bangkok. Yes. Um, it's it's almost where I want it. Mm. Oh wow, that's a big statement. Mm. We we need one more top dress of uh, fill in some divots in March, once we get through the heat, but. I tell you, it's good enough. This is the ultimate compliment. It's good enough that the guy two doors down and three doors down have on separate occasions both said to me, go fuck yourself. We used to have good lawns. Right, yeah, you were setting the bar. What have you done? We were, we were killing the lawns and uh, you've come out and you've put stripes in it and it's all level and now my wife's in me. You used to have a good lawn. Both of them, while yeah. walking their individual dogs, have gone... Little dogs or big dogs? One big, one little. Okay, right, yep. yeah. And, uh, and I went, oh, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. And as I walked away, I've gone, that's the ultimate compliment. Yeah, that, that If you're annoying your fellow lawn lover... That would have really hurt. Yeah. That would have really hurt them. I felt great. I'm sure you're all, <laughs> you're all about rubbing people the wrong way. Uh, no, actually, uh, one of them, I've, one of the, one of the neighbours I haven't really had that much to do with and since I've been doing the lawn, I've got a new friend. He wants to know what I'm using, what 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 herbicide are you doing there? And oh, why had you get rid of your lawn grub? Blah 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 blah. And Penny's like, Have you got a new friend? Have you got a friend? new friend? Lawn friend. Special friend. Lawn friend. <laughs> I can't and wait for uh, you to be jumping on top of the car going, Not my friend. Not my friend. Uh, so, you know, it brings people together. So So he, he would get the short shaft. Like, I would be saying anything to get away from him. Mm. Yeah. What about Ronnie's lawn? How's that going? Ronnie's lawn's good. He's gone the other way. Oh, okay. Well, he goes the other way all the time. He's a Raider fan. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he is, unfortunately. Yeah. He's uh, he's not a he's not a lines in the lawn kind of guy. Okay. He's a leave it long, lush, thick. Right. He like, you know, 
I don't know, you know, if it's more than four inches, you can't see his kneecap. So I don't know what he's doing, but yeah, that's a it's a you know, old decision. Yeah, so I'm more of a I'm more of a lo- you know cut it low. You're lean and tight. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a you know shoes off on the carpet, please type yes. type lawn guy. Yeah, I like the lines on the lawn. I like it tight. He's a leave it long, leave it lush. Wants the kids to fall over and not break an arm. I don't let the kids play on the lawn. So you know we're different people, right? Mm. But you've got the same grass. We do. You can, you can, mate. Oh, it's multi. It's multi-purpose for us. Well, you can, you know, you don't. Let's not get into it. We'll be here all day. No, we won't. Trust me. Yeah, no, we will. No, we won't. Mm. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. You I are. Don't know, re- I don't you know, are regretting. I don't that. know where we come back from this. I sincerely apologise. <laughs> allowing the segue, people. Uh, Love it. Big couple of big news. We'll, go, we'll move into. We'll what do you want to do? What do you want to do? We've got okay. So we've got we've got to talk about the NRL. We've got to talk about the golf. We've got to talk about the NFL. We've got to talk about the EPL. Yes. Where are we going to start? I want to start with Cameron Smith. The NRL Cam Smith. Uh, yeah, NRL Cameron Smith. Okay. Yeah. Not golf Cameron Smith. Well, they're the both they're, they're both fantastic Queenslanders. They are. But Cam Smith is stepping down from his coaching role with the Maroons. Yes. Now. He's been there the whole time Billy's been there. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting test. Matt Ballon's going to step into his role. Mm. Because I think we tend to forget everyone sucks off Billy Slater about how wonderful a coach he is. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with all head coaches. Mm -hmm. But it really does come down to the people that got underneath him as well, right? Yes yes and no. Yes and no. I I think. think probably more so in State of Origin. Yeah, I think with State of Origin, the the coaches are not coaches, they're more leaders. Yes. Would that be fair? I think so. We like, can't coach, you're, you're not, not really coaching them anything. This is it. You're not teaching them how to play football. You're plucking the best of you're the best mentor. of the best of the best. Yeah. You're trying to, your, your job is to get them to play together in a style, in a way that obviously is going to combat the opposition's play style. But also, you just need them to play together in the same direction, whether you want to push through the middle, spread the ball wide, pressure on defence, flash it. Well, you know, whatever your play style you want to be, yeah. you just need to get them to play together. But you need really to bu- for them to buy in. And I think the Billy Slater, Jonathan Thurston, Cam Smith combo in the coaching staff of Queensland, if I'm a young Queenslander, oh, mate, yeah. and these three are up the front, yeah, I shut the fuck up. And I go, what do you want me to do? Yeah. God of gods. But from what I've heard, Billy Slater is much more of a technician than Cam. Right. No expert over here. Obviously, this is called officially underqualified. But, you know, we do read a bit. We do listen to a lot of shit about sport. And all reports that I've heard is Cam Smith, Jonathan Thurston, more spiritual leaders... Billy Slater more of a, this is how we're going to play. Right. So, if you've got Cam Smith, Jonathan Thurston doing the same job, maybe. Mate, yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's going to be interesting to see. Like, it's um, he's obviously a, a great of the game, if not. But he's leaving to coach junior footy. He's coaching Crub and Eagles, just, mate, five minutes away from my Under 15. Under 15. Oh, he lives in Benoga. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. his kids go to Marymount with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which, 
Well, I think it's great. And I th- what I think it's great is, is that he's coaching... 15s is an interesting age group. I would have thought he perfect. might have coached. It's a good age group for him. It's the perfect age group because that's where you're getting them. You're getting them just as they turn the corner in terms of physical size, ability. You know, mm. under 14s, they're, they're kids. Mm. Under 16s, it's kind of kind of adult footy. Yeah. That 15s, would you agree? It's like that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's like it's that the, transition it's before. year. It's just before. Yeah. It's 16s the, is adult footy. But 15s is the year where... Yeah, the shit kid becomes the good kid, and the good kid, you know, doesn't reach your p- potential, and yeah. things happen at fifteen. Yeah, you know, and you go, oh, okay, that might be what the team looks like for the next three years. Yeah, yeah, by I the agree. end of fifteen. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So quite interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Imagine to see being that. in that team. Yeah, imagine you're a parent and your kids just playing footy at Carumbin Eagles, and you get notified that Cameron Smith is now your son's coach. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be kids lining up to play. If, I, if my kid was 16, I'd be like, doctor that birth certificate. You're playing 15s, mate. Yeah, they're going to have a increase in registrations in there. You reckon? There'll yeah. be 58. Yeah. There'll be 58 under 15s registered for Crumbin Eagles. They turn kids away anyway. Like, I've never Jesus understood Christ. it. Christ. Well, they've, they've not got enough fields down there. That's why. Yeah. So they've only got, they can only take a certain amount of teams, mm. and it floods a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's not an ideal. Whatever, location. go bay. Fuck you, Cam. Yeah, all right. Uh, uh, so <laughs> then, in the next the next thing I saw in in the coaching ranks, yeah, is Wayne Bennett's put his hat in the ring for the Kiwi job. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to read a, and not only that, that Mal has been reappointed as the Kangaroos coach. Yes, and there was a lot of conjecture after them being flogged in the. Yeah, let's play for nothing competition at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, uh, the absolute nothing where you can't get your players to yeah. train, you can't get them to do anything, and I'll shock they lose. Yes. So Peter Valandis, who is needs an uppercut, mate. The guy's a peanut. He really is. I thought you were going to say penis then. This is what this is his retort to Wayne Bennett throwing his hat in the ring. I don't know why Wayne wants to get on a loser. He's normally a winning coach. Why would? He want to go and coach against Australia. What's wrong with this guy? The guy wants he wants a headline. I'm convinced he just wants to be famous because that sentence that that retort does nothing other than get you a click. Yeah, it, but all it's... all it does. I'll tell you what it does. Right, it fires up New Zealand. Yeah, right. So it makes the competition harder. Number one. Number two, it makes you look like a fuckhead. Number three, there's a New Zealand team in the competition yeah. that you direct. Yeah. Mate, he, you are a fucking cockhead. He has a he's he has an intimate failure of reading the room. He has like, no idea, this guy. Yeah. Like, yes, we're Australia versus New Zealand. But have you have you done a stock take of the, the kids, the people that are playing the game. The, the people that are playing yeah. and watching this yeah. fucking sport. Yeah, amazing. Half the NRL is New Zealand and Samoan and Tongan. Yeah. Are you seriously going to alienate 60% of our output? Apparently so. You are an absolute moron. And yeah, how yeah. do you say, Wayne Bennett, get on a loser? The last game we played, they won. Mate, they didn't win. They flogged us. us up. 
They flogged us. It's like 30 nil or something. You're an absolute wanker, Peter Valandis. Yeah, I've got issues with this guy. He like, really, he, he feels like he's from the Manly system. Oh, please. That's what he feels like. He's a Brisbane junior. <laughs> what, from 1980, well, 1941? That's fine. That's fine. Please. That's fine. Please. Oh, that's right. The Broncos went around back then. No, that's right. You're Manly still had a chance. Playing Q Cup. They still had a chance. Mate, Manly going to have a big year this year. I Are I'm ready to make a bet. Well, I've been watching the Manly Way. Yeah. And uh, I've realised why you want me to watch the Manly Way. Tell me. It's just a Manly suck fest. No, but it's like no, any behind-the-scenes no, thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm into episode five. Yeah, you can't, you can't turn away, though. By the end of episode... No, so it's research for the podcast. Yeah. By the end of episode three, I went, this is a Manly suck fest. Matt only wants me to watch this because it's a manly suck fest. Now, well, it's about manly, mate. It's now, the manly way. Listen, it's it's good because I'm a fo- because I'm a footy fan at heart for, sh- for sure. Right? It's about thirty percent about what it takes to be a preseason footballer, and about seventy percent manly suck fest. Yeah, but I think it's 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 all marketing, right? So it's all oh yeah, it's it's got very little to do and and hey with anything other than branding. And how good's the manly marketing team? Oh, I mean, mate. historically, historically great. They used historically to be, great used to be amazing. Yeah, used to be amazing. Fucking hell, mate! Used to be amazing. <laughs> hey, you while we're while we're talking coaching, mm. and uh, you know Cam Smith and Wayne Bennett and all this shit. How's this for an interesting little story I heard this week? This is a total divergent. Like it. Right. Still sport. Yep. There's a whisper, whisper, and a genuine chance that this could happen. This sounds ridiculous, but this is a genuine thing. So, Bill Belichick, former coach of New England Patriots. Yep. Now, do you know what I'm going to say here? No. Bill Belichick is currently... because He's He's looking for a job. No, no, no. He's been offered a job, right? But he's not going to get a job in the NFL because literally everyone's happy with their coaches, and the teams that aren't happy with their head coaches, he's not going there. Yeah, first of all, right? Now, Bill Belichick is from Michigan State, and Michigan State—that's his university team. Historically, he—that's where he he started coaching. Yeah. Um, Bill Belichick's out of a job. And Michigan State is looking for a head coach, right? Now, Bill Belichick is on. He's not getting on. He's no, on. he's old. He's, he, he got in nearly 70, wouldn't he? He's in his 70. Yeah, right. right. He's on there, right? So, Are yeah. they going to offer him some ridiculous 10-year deal for $100 million or something? Someone has made the connection. That this gets better. Right, this is this is hilarious. This this is like a five percent chance of happening, but the fact that this is a possibility is hilarious, right? So the possi- the the genuine possibility is Bill Belichick ends up coaching Michigan State as a retirement gig. Yep, basically, yep. right? Because and making more of, and making more money than he did in the NFL. Oh, there's more money in universities yep. than there is in NFL because yep. there's you know you you can do what you want. Yep. However, um, with the NFL, there's it's going to require a certain amount of energy and effort, whereas with a college team, probably not as much. So that's quite likely. There is a small chance that after being retired for one year that Tom Brady can play for Michigan State. 
as a mature age student. Fuck off. Let me tell you something. Tom Brady went to Michigan State, which is where he first met Bill Belichick. Tom Brady turned pro after, a th- after being three years into a four-year college degree. And when you sign up for college, you have a four-year exemption to play for that college. That doesn't have an end date. <laughs> there is a four-year exemption. Mate, there is a 1% chance. Oh, no, I don't. But how funny is that? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But how good is this, right? So, yeah, Tom Brady forever wants to play football, never wants to retire. Right? Oh, it's been retired for a year. That's funny. Been retired for a year. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, there is a genuine... There, there is like a parallel universe where if Tom Brady wants to enroll... He still has one year of eligibility oh, to play for Michigan State. Oh, no God. questions asked. No way. That, fully there's, legal. There's zero zero point zero 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 one percent chance. And he could go back and play and win everything. So I saw. <laughs> I, I think is Tom back with Giselle. I think I saw something like that. They've been hanging out a bit. Well, he's got nothing else to do now. Oh, please. All she wanted him to do was retire, and he has. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Have you been keeping up to date with I Pe- just saw People it. Magazine? I saw it on one of the papers. New idea. Yeah. New weekly. Saw it in uh, in something, but yeah. In something? Yeah. You, what were you reading? Payboy or something, probably. I don't know if it was. No, it definitely wasn't. Newsweek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you doing your crosswords? Who? Who? Who, um, who are you? And, and, on, and now, who, I know you've been who, watching The Manly who, Way, who, and someone who has been actually missing... I thought you'd bring it back to The Manly Way. Someone that has been missing from a lot of the episodes is... Oh, the their eight hundred thousand dollar back rower, Josh Schuster. Yes. So he has not been in a lot of the footage, to be honest, at all. Well, they probably don't have the wide angle lens. Yeah, he's a fat fuck. <laughs> and how do you really feel, mate? He's the greatest waste of space. He's a fuck. But the reason being, listen to this off season. Okay. Chicken pox. Is this all Schuster? This is Schuster. Okay. Chicken pox? Who has chicken pox in 2023, 2024? Josh Schuster. It's literally like... Have you had chicken pox? Yeah, twice. It's fucking... I had it. It was awful. How funny is it? You can only get it once. Nope, I've had it twice. Really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. But isn't that... Um, that was a... Like when I was a kid, when you were a kid, chicken was, was a big deal. Big deal. And it's kind of like... Um, uh, like it's we've evolved past it. Yeah, well, there's a vaccine now. Yeah, uh, so I'm assuming Schuster's not a vax baby. But, but so many, so many people got the vaccine. <laughs> Let's not get into it. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah. Right, but it seems like Matt. So many people got the vaccine for chickenpox that we cured that disease. You would think so. Yes. I mean. I don't want to be a tinfoil hat wearing guy, but it seems like that's not a thing. Mate, you'll get an email from school once a year saying someone's got chickenpox. Yeah, it used to be once a week. Yeah, and when I was at school, it was pretty prevalent, chickenpox. In fact, and it it is so contagious Mm. that my sister got it, Mm. I got it, Mm. my brother got it, then my dad got it, Mm. and... In the space of like three weeks. Yeah. 
So it is super contagious. So my, my kids have never seen it. No. They've never heard of anyone that's had it. Yeah. It's almost like... It's like smallpox. Right? Yeah. But it's almost like it worked. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Mm. So... Moving on. Chicken pox. Spiral fracture of his finger. Spiral fac- fracture? Yep. Is that what happens when you twist as it goes in? I think it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. He was. Uh. He was. Him and Seabold mm. were getting intimate. Okay. Uh. <laughs> that. Please that play would, me. That would be a tight anus. It would be. Seabold. Please, please play me, Seabs. Not when he's on the rack. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's up front of the old Seabs. Uh, remember that massive rumor <laughs> when he was at the Broncos. <laughs> oh no! You can't. <laughs> You can't do it. <laughs> and and to top it off. Oh, mental image. And to, and to top it off. And to top it off, another calf strain for Schuster, who is Okay, so prone. he spiral fucked his finger. Yep. He's, he's strained a calf, probably getting out of bed. Yep. And, uh, and he's had chicken pox. Chicken pox. Yeah, so, he has, so what you're saying is he hasn't done pre-season. And there's a big chance he won't be going to Vegas. I think I think that's probably just because he'll smash the buffet. Well, you know, I think they're trying. Can you catch chickenpox from KFC? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's bird flu. Right? Yes. Uh, maybe he had bird flu. Dirty bird flu. Dude, well, he is a manly fan. Uh, so you know, <laughs> oh, stop oh, it! Stop it! Stop it! Uh, and then, and uh, we're just I'm going deep into the into the manly rabbit hole at the moment. Okay. So then, it, it's interesting because. Into the birds. He's nest. not. <laughs> we gonna... <laughs> Oh yeah, breathe in. <laughs> well, we've had our first official fart on the podcast. What for? For the year? Yeah. Okay. Well, the one that's the first one that's going in the podcast. Okay. Uh, last last year was full of you editing your own farts. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> This people, one's staying. People say, do you edit the podcast? We edit one thing. Yeah, we edit We farts. edit Matt's farts. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not strange now that... So, Schuster's not very well. It's not a very good off-season, which was always going to happen. Stop it. Manly have effectively released Christian Tuopoloto, the winger. Right. Looks like he's going to go to the Dragons. Mm-hmm. So that they can elevate Nathan Brown into the 30-man squad. Yeah, good. Now, you've watched The Manly Way. He's training in the house. He's training in the house down Nathan Brown. Mm-hmm. He's made himself a spot. Yeah. And that is, that is a, uh, and I've heard that. He's on a, he's on a train, uh, he's on a train only sort of train yeah. and play sort yeah. of thing. He's not on a contract. So he's playing for, he's playing for his, singer for his supper. Singing for his supper. But that's, you know, that's a, a, a good thing for any young footballer out there or any, anyone listening that wants to show it to their young footballing kids. In that manly way, when when you, once you understand, you know, watching it, I didn't get it, and then I heard that because um, I did hear that, and then I sort of went back and watched it again, mm. the the end of that episode, yeah. And when they did that um, that thirty six hour, yeah, and he was thirty six hour training, yeah. uh, new, new recruit, yeah, <clears throat> army camp where they didn't sleep for more than three hours or yeah. five hours or something, and then he won it. I was like, he's the oldest guy there, yeah. Oh, b- by the length of the straight. He's the oldest guy there, and he, you know, 36-hour training camp, and he wins MVP of the training camp. Yeah. 
and you go, that's mental strength. Yeah. That's why they've made him a spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why they've made you. And that's fucking <clears throat> soapbox moment. That's how you get a job. Yeah. Oh, I can't get a job. Shut up. You don't want a job. Yeah. You rock up anywhere. Try your ass off. They'll make you a spot. Yeah. Manly have literally moved on. Someone getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year because this guy tries harder. Mm. Any company in any part of the world will give you a job if you want it enough. Doesn't hurt that he's a state of origin player, that he's got some runs on the board, and he can play. That's he was on a tra- he was on a train and trial, mate. But he you know won, what? They, he won man. He won best and fairest at the training camp. They're taking a punt on him because he's old. He's a bit injury prone of late. But mate, I I like. But when you see a guy like that who's you know pushing pushing thirty, is he pushing thirty? He's over thirty. He's over thirty, and he's in a thirty-six hour army boot camp with twenty-three year olds. Hello, boss. We've got a streaker. We do. Megan's trying to sneak. <laughs> Megan's trying to sneak through and like, oh, I don't mean to interrupt. And we're like, hi, Megan. Yeah. Be on the pod. Yeah. Morning. Morning. No, don't. You don't get to talk. Well, hang on. Bell got to talk. Bell sucks. <laughs> Bell sucks. Yeah. Bell's probably listening to that. Nah, Bell'd be deep asleep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So when I've lost my train of thought, but yeah, when you, when you got a bloke like that who's over 30, but there's that mental strength. That's yep. the sort of guy you want in your team, even if it's just as a spiritual leader of the younger guys. Yeah, definitely. Because the rest of that camp was full of 22-year-olds. Yeah. He had no business being no, the best looked, guy at that looked, camp. He looked way out of place. He had no, but, of place. But he had no business getting MVP. He, he looked so far out of place that when the team was doing the uh, punishments <clears throat> for... Uh, he wasn't squatting? He wasn't. He wasn't His knees squat. were fucked. Yeah, yeah. So he was doing, but that's other all, stuff. that's thirty hours in. Yeah, no, no, but I don't think he was from the start. Yeah, you know, no, no, he was at the start. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, if I'm the manager, let's say I'm the manager of a twenty-three-year-old who's at that training camp, mm. I am asking questions of my my player that I represent. Yeah, uh, that old fuck mm. just beat you. But also... You've got 10 years on him, mate. But also, you've also got to think is that... Does that work in his... In that situation, mm. does his age work in his As a multiplier. As, for them yeah. to go, fuck, look how good still Brownie going. went. Right? Yeah, that's true. So it's like, because yeah. you're expecting the 23-year-olds to be able to, you know, fire up. But if you're 32... And you, st- and you and get you, there. And you've got hundreds of games you get, your you, You're saying you did do you get a golf clap? I think you might. I think there's might be some of that, but also works both ways. I think because it's like, look, mm. it's motivation for the young guys to go. Fuck, that's what it takes. He's still to, here. You've got to be able to do that. He's still here. I can't yeah. quit. So yeah, I see both sides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, one last. I'll thing. allow it. Have you got any NRL? What have I got here? Well, what are we up to? We're, we're chopping and changing. We're moving around. Nah, I've got nothing. Greg Inglis. Oh, the Tigers' new. Uh, is he playing? No. <laughs> He's um, better than that. He's a mentor. Mm. Interesting. Interesting mentor. I'd like to hear your thoughts first. The guy's a grub. The guy's a grub. Sounds like a butthurt New South Wales fan. No, no, no. No, no, no. He, it's been proved that he's a bit of a grub. Mm. And you're bringing him into mentor. Why? 
How's it well, been he's proved? Had some off, well, he's had some off-field indiscretions with spouses. He's had some off-field indiscretions with quite a few things. Mm. Bye, Megan. Uh, is he the kind of guy that you want mentoring who's going to be a great player? Oh, God. Could you make any more noise? <laughs> Just go. He's winding you up. Yeah. Enjoy your trip. Uh, yeah, he's had some off-field discretions. I, I would say that his character is not ideal. Right. Is, well, this, and, and, and look, and, and, and I'm not... This does sound no, 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 and I'm very not, blue. I'm not naive enough. No, I'm not, I've got nothing to do with the fact that he was born in New South Wales, played his footy in New South Wales, oh, and he chose to play Jesus, for Queensland, right? listen to this. That's got nothing we to have, do with it. Well, clearly. Got, no, no, it's got nothing clearly. to do with it. Clearly. But, okay, so if you right. if you wanted to mentor a 20-year-old kid, mm. would Greg Inglis be the top of your list? And they've got a choice of anyone. Do they? Well, well, they do. Do they? They're the Tigers. Yeah, I know that. Do but they? But, like, if to, to ask someone to come in and do a one-on-one thing, he's not doing anything else except him. I don't... First of all... <clears throat> um... First of all, I'm I don't I can't recall the off-field discretions. I know there's been some. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to say that an off-field discretion means you can't um, work in the NRL anymore, we don't have a comp, first of all. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not saying that. What I'm saying if, is if you're talking about we're talking about when he's a me- when they when they're getting him in as a mentor, I don't think they're getting him in for life coaching. I don't think they're getting him in for marriage counseling. I think they're getting him in for what it takes to be a successful footballer. What it takes to get there for your team. What it takes to commit to this career. And then you're talking arguably one of the greatest players to ever play the game. How do you how do you say, no, no, you're you're probably the best centre to ever do it? And then you transition to fullback. You're one of the best state of origin players to ever play. You're one of the best we've ever had in the country. But nah, don't come and mentor the worst team in the comp. Mm. Because because it's a bit it's icky. A discu- it's just a discussion point. You know, like a, a 25-year-old Greg Inglis. Do you have him in any fucking team that you're coaching in the history oh, no, of the world? No, no. I'm not saying but, he, he and was this an is also player. this is also a guy that that went from teenage phenom and played all the way to retirement. So this is a guy that knows how to how to do a preseason. You know, like that manly way thing. Yeah. Can you imagine this this guy's mentality? Right. Yep. He's not only he's not only reached his potential. He shattered the ceiling mm. of his potential. This is a guy that clearly knows what it takes to get there to be one of the biggest names in the game ever and to deal with all that pressure and to deal with expectation of coaches and fans and other stuff. He's probably fucked up along his life to which I won't speak on. Yeah. um, Mainly because I don't know enough about it. But when you've reached a certain level of ability, talent and fame and and you've fulfilled your career, Yep. I don't think that could be a bad thing for him to be hanging out with the 20-year-olds of the Tigers. Who, let's be honest are not achieving their potential. Maybe they are. 
Well, maybe they are. Maybe they've got no potential. But do you know what I mean? No, no, and it's a fair argument. It's a fair argument. This this isn't a f- this isn't a rando. It's Greg. Yeah, I, this is Greg Inglis. Look, there's one there's one thing that he's not going to be able to teach the players at the Tigers. The go at him. Well, that, but also the 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 paper bag. Right. There's going to be there's zero paper bag action going on at the Tigers. That's well, they're probably paying them in paper because they've got. No they've money. just written on it. I O U. I O U. Lee Lee had your pentalis. I O U. I O U lunch next week. Yeah. Yeah. I O U. I can't. I can't pay it, but we've got a wonderful palmy. Yeah. Double gravy. Get to the buffet. Yeah. Mate, if I'm if I'm the back line at the Tigers, and Greg Inglis is going to come in and talk to us, fucking giddy up. If I'm a fullback centre at the Tigers, if I'm a coach at the Tigers and I've got Jareem Buller at fullback who is basically just an uncut diamond, like he, he won player of the year last year yeah. in his debut year yeah, at the and Tigers. He, and he only played half the year. This is a nat- this is a natural talent. <laughs> but the, the, right? I think that's more of a reflection on the sure. Tigers. Oh, well, yeah, They're not they're a reflection on Jerome Buller. Like, of course He's is. a good player, there's no doubt, but the Tigers are a fucking shit show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, this kid's 12 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. child. He shouldn't have yeah. been playing NRL yet, let alone rocking up and putting in the effort and the making the hard carries and doing what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm if I can get Greg Inglis around this young fella, I mean that's only positive. Okay. All right. Good point. I I'm, I hear you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I think we're done with NRL. Yeah, fucking move on. Golf. Golf. You didn't watch it, of course you didn't. No, I don't watch golf. I'm, unless Tiger's playing, I don't watch. Yeah, well, look, the Farmers Insurance, uh, which is a big one. Yep. Which is a full field. You know the PGA, they do full field, half field, full field, half field. You well, know. everything's a half field. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it is now. According to, yeah, well, come back. We'll get to that. The Farmers Insurance uh, was fucking good. It was really good. It was the most I've enjoyed a golf tournament for all, for quite a while. Who won? Matthew Pavon. Okay. Who is a breakout. He's only Big new. Big name. No, he's not, well, he's only new. <coughs> French bloke. Right. Um, I don't think a French national has won a PGA tournament for... Ever? Right. Or once, maybe? Matthew Pavon. But mm. this guy, um, his breakout this year... He's only just got on the P. He made it in the DP World Tour last year on a final tournament. <coughs> he, he had to finish something in a final tournament somewhere and, and did it. Wow. And knocked someone out on the final couple of holes and then got into the DP World Tour and then did very well and then got his, got his card and got in. And, mate, the guy's playing unbelievable golf. But nerves of steel, this guy. Mm. Nerves of steel. Just making... Making 10, 12-foot par putts in the last three or four holes to stay in the hunt. Um, he knew his co- he was one shot ahead. And Nicholas Ho- Nikolai Hoygaard, who you do know, who's yep. one of my favourites. Have you seen this guy swing a club? He pumps it. Hoygaard pumps it. But the just the coolest swing. Just takes it three quarters up and then just dislocates his hip coming down and just crushes this ball. Getting a little bit wayward lately. Didn't hit it very good and finished twelve under. That's how good Nicholas Nikolai Nikolai or Nicholas mm. Nikolai anyway Hoygaard. You know, wasn't happy with his game. Finished second, twelve under. Like this guy's going to be amazing. Anyway, 
Hoy, par five, 18th. Hoygaard hits it in two. Pavon has already chipped out of the bunker for three. Ah, uh, sorry. Pavon had to hit first, hit it in the bunker off the tee, mm. and it was up against the lip. And then he's just chunked it out of the bunker for two. Mm. Hoygaard's walked up, who's one shot behind, <laughs> but then hit three wood on the green. Mm. And he's got himself a 45-foot, 50-foot putt. But he's, but he's on the green in two. He's got an eagle putt. Yeah. So Pavon's standing over his ball. He knows he's one shot ahead. But he also knows Hoygaard's going to birdie that hole. He's going to two-putt. He might one-putt. But if he, if he, if he one-putts, he wins. Mm. He's going to two-putt to at least tie you. And this guy's standing <coughs> over this ball. Now, he's about 150 out. But there's a water carry. Oh, not to mention, he's in the rough. You can't see his ball because he's chunked it out of this bunker into the rough. Mm. You cannot even see the golf ball. It's that fucking buried. And the green's got water right in front. And this guy just stands over the... He gets his club. He talks to his caddy. He must have stood over the ball for 0.1 of a second. He just got up and whacked it. Didn't worry. Didn't didn't waggle 15 times. Put it eight feet. Couldn't see the ball. Water carry the whole way. Sticks it to eight feet. And then drains a right to left a down, downhill. Makes birdie anyway. Hoygaard made birdie. Wow. Hoygaard had already, by the way, Hoygaard then had putted his putt to gimme range and then Pavant goes, all right, well, I've got to putt this to win and just bangs in an eight-footer downhill right to left. Nerves of steel on the 18th grade. Well, no, he's, uh, it's good to see a Frenchman with nerves of steel. <coughs> no, mm. Jean Vanderville. <laughs> that, is a, that is a reference that most people are not going to get. No, they're not. One of the worst moments in golf. But anyway, open history. it was the most I've enjoyed golf. The last, the back nine was just they were going shot for shot. Want to be up, want to be down, want to be up, want to be. Up. There was a there was a third guy in the hunt. He just had a shocker, couldn't handle the pressure. Ended up finish, ended up having a, a double or a triple. Came back to finish third, but it was you know okay, one down, yeah. two to go. What was his name? Ben Lacroix or something? <laughs> Some fucking well-known household golfer. No. Got but, him off the range. But, Tin Cup McAvoy. But but yes, your yeah. your point is apt, but no, that wasn't his name. Right. But anyway, you've got some some chat about Rory. I do. So Rory's obviously been the PGA advocate for, I th- since day I, one. I thought he was joining the uh, Scottish gymnastics team. Because <laughs> I don't know what he's done. The the backflip well, is we're gonna a ten point We're gonna call it a U turn. In the great in the great words of Usher. Oh. Yeah. It's Put hard to learn. Up, bend your knees, bounce <laughs> around in a circle, get down with me. Oh, come on, come on. It's hard, hard to, to learn. learn. Come, come on, come on. on. It's called, called the U-turn. U-turn. Okay, that's enough. In uh, the 80s. Fuck it, Doc. Uh, but he's now come out and said that, ah. uh, that the PGA Tour is essentially belittling victories at great uh, places like Pebble Beach and Riviera mm. because all the good players are gone. But all the good players are leaving. I feel that Rory might be listening to this podcast. Mm. It's an interesting take from a guy that has been pro PGA, like he was right or die. Well, he has come out and said, fuck them, we don't need them. Yep. We don't need them. This tournament, this, this competition is bigger 
than those pathetic money-chasing players. And I, we don't need them. Don't let the door hitch on the fucking way out. Yep. And enough of them have gone now. And he's gone, actually, that door's still ajar. It's not the same without you. Uh, please come back. Well, John Rahm... Please was, come back. John Rahm was the final straw, obviously. Yep. So he was the big PGA draw card yep. with Rory. Mm. And with him going... Uh, I don't think that's true. No, no. You know what John Rahm was? The last one. That's all. Yeah. If John Rahm went early and Cam Smith stayed to be the last one, yeah, right, he'd yeah. be the big draw card. Yeah, right. right. If Cam Smith and John Rahm went, DJ stayed, yeah. and then DJ yeah, was no, the last one. Oh, he was the one, he was the draw card. It's just that he was the last big guy. So it's it's just happened that he was awesome, but he was just the last one then. So Rory's now come out and said that uh it's more important to complete a merger between Live and PGA than sort out punishments for defectors to live. I agree. Like, we've been talking about this for months, about what does this merger look like, what's going on, why isn't it happening? And there's still no clarity about this. This is like the Man City punishment, right? No one knows what's fucking going on. It's not happening, right? yeah. And, you know, the concern, obviously, is that Rory, the fields are getting weaker. Like, And look... There's always going to be people to fill the spots, and you, this is the perfect example with this Pavant kid. Like, there's going yeah. to be good golfers, yeah, but all sports need draw cards, right? The, and the thing is, it takes two to five years for a new guy, yeah, to be a household name, for sure. So when you remove all the household names, you got to know that you're going to have two to five years of what, who, huh? And like these people, if they if they do stick with this high line of no fuck them, these people will become household names. Matthew Pavon will become a household name, but it's going to take a minute, and you're going to have rating drops and insure and sponsor dropouts in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. I'm it's just, how it is, I'm man. just I'm just reading. You got to rebuild the house of cards. Uh. Talks on a framework merger agreement between the PGA Tour, DP World Tour and Live Saudi backers, the public investment fund, have extended beyond a December 31 deadline in order to sort out a deal to please all sides in Gulf's bitter civil war. According, bitter civil war. According to Tour Insiders, Dan Rappaport on the Golf Channel's Todd Lewis, a deal is now close to being done between the PGA Tour and a group of US billionaire investors SSG, who it has also been negotiating with. A deal could come as soon as Wednesday, according to Lewis, but it's unclear whether or not it will include PIF as well. So, now there may not be a merger? Like it's... We're potentially about to do a deal with PIF, who own the large majority of Live, and hopefully seeing things come back together here at some point. But now they're talking, then they're going to do a merge. Uh, they, uh, it, the whole thing's a shit show. It's a shit show. It's a sh- it's an absolute shit show. Yeah. It's not even really worth talking about. No. Because nothing's ever concrete. It's just press conference and rumour and innuendo. and It's like... Who gives a fuck? You know what I you know what I enjoyed? I enjoyed watching the golf on the weekend. Yep, there you go. That's uh, it. And just to And have we forgotten that that's what it is? Yeah. Just let everyone fucking play golf and let me just watch some fucking golf. Yeah. Get out of the fucking way. And Tyrrell Hatton has just signed for live as well. So he's gone. There you go, another one. Yep. 
Which I I, it, I like Tyrrell Hatton. He's got some attitude. I like him, but he's he's got a personality. Yeah, he's a bit funny. He's a bit quirky. He's got got a weird swing. Yeah, I like him. Okay, enough on golf. Uh, Premier League. He's got the face of a petulant child. Premier League. Jurgen Klopp. Klopp gone. Announced early that he was not coming back. Liverpool fans. Mm. We have a few on the pod. Danny B. Mate, the Admiral. Steve Steve Baglin. Uh, Who else likes Liverpool on the potty? Um, I don't know. Oh, Scott McRae. I think he, he listens to the pod a little bit. I'll give him a shout. If I've missed any Liverpool fans... Suck it. Good. Go fuck yourselves. I hate you. Uh, so he's announced early. Yeah. Which is, you know... A, a, a very good, early. Very early. And then it's good for Liverpool, I guess, because they get plenty of time to look for a coach. Oh, but he's announced it early. The, the Liverpool fans are going to hate this, but I don't care. And that's kind of why I'm saying it. It's always been, a, it's always been about Klopp. Yeah. He, he's very look at me. You know, when Liverpool score, he carries on. Doesn't he what? He carries on like he kicked it in. And it's like, mate, you, you've got $600 billion up front. Yeah, they're going to score. Mm. Like, you, good job. Great job. But that guy just did a bicycle kick from outside the 18-yard box. That was not your management. Mm. That was not you. Every fucking goal. Yeah. Some goals, fantastic coaching, well done. Yeah. No, some of them, Alexander Arnold scores a scores a penalty, a, a free kick from outside the box. No, that's on him, champ. You, there was nothing to do with your coaching or management. Stop running up and down the sideline, getting everyone to look at you. Mm. Sorry. He does like that. I went on a tangent, he but does fuck like me. So I think he's announced it early. So we can have a big send off. <clears throat> yeah. So we can do a we'll miss you, Klopp. We can do a documentary. Do we can do we can do some interviews. Do you we'll do we'll do some black and white photos. We'll do some we'll do well, you know, there's nothing better than a black and white photo, an inspirational quote. There's <laughs> nothing better than it. There is nothing. There'll better. be a lot of that. Yeah, there will be. A few selfies. Yeah. And <laughs> What's uh, up, man? You're right? And so there's talk he's just retiring. He's had enough. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that's the case? No. Look, okay, I've done my Jurgen hate. I don't hate him. I just think he just makes it all about him yeah. too much. He just he's needs, a good coach, he needs man. to relax. But he's fantastic. Yeah. Don't like I haven't I haven't commented Mate, on if, his ability and his ta- and his talent to his job. I, I, he's I just hope, a bit of a fucking cock. I hope that uh I hope he's retired. Well, apparently leaving Man, uh, Liverpool so that he's going to take up a spot at Man United. I don't think he's that dumb. No, but no. like that'd no, be lovely. Let me be clear: Jurgen Klopp <laughs> is a fantastic manager. He he gets the best out of his players, which is his manager's job, and he understands the game incredibly. He's a fantastic manager. Mm. He's just a bit of a fucking look at me. Yeah. it's not about you. Calm down. That's my only. Point. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. my only negative about him. Yeah, in terms of. Can you do your job? One of the best to do it. Yeah. You know, fair's fair. I think he's very intelligently leaving Liverpool. Liverpool are on top of the ladder. Mm. Again. And playing so good. You've done it all, mate. You've won everything. Mm. What he doesn't want to do is he doesn't want to do an Arsene Wenger. 
and coach to the point where they, they say... They kick you out. They, they tap you on the shoulder. That's not the way you want to go. And, hey, Arsene Wenger, you know, Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Mm. Hall of Famer. Did everything, you know, one of the longest standing coaches of the... Is the longest standing? He did it for longer than Alex Ferguson. Probably. I think he's the longest standing manager of a team ever, yep. I think. Uh, could be could be wrong. If he's not the... He's, he's to- one off. He's top two, top three, yep. right? Are you Googling that? I am. Keep going. Yeah. I, I'd be interested. Longest standing manager of Premier League. Mm, I'm so edge of seat. Anyway. Keep going. Okay. Um, I think what he's doing is very, very smart, and I think he's sort of taking a step back and he's going, well, look, is there anything more for me here? I, you come in here to do a job, to win everything, to get great players. He's probably also looking at his squad, and a lot of the... He's had a bit of a squad change over in the last few years, but some of his... Some of these guys are moving on. Some of them are getting older. He's probably looking at a rebuild sometime soon. And he's probably just going, hmm, it's probably too much work in this. Yeah. I've done a great job. I've won everything. Mm. If I leave now, I'm a legend. Yep. Former Manchester United Sir Alex Ferguson has been the most successful manager in the Premier League. Nope. Longest standing. Arsene Wenger. Holds the record for most games managed in the Premier League with 828, all with Arsenal, which I'm he managed between 1996 and 2018. I'm not bad. Moderately qualified. <laughs> Moderately. Mm. Officially uh, slightly qualified. Oh, look, We're changing the name. There's there's still... The, the, the saga with the Man City stuff continues, but we're not going to go into that because there's no news because it's shrouded in secrecy. But apparently a date has well, been set it for took the hearing. Eight, it took eight seconds to fine Everton and strip them of points. Yes. It's taken 12 years, Yeah, <laughs> what it feels like, to punish Man United. The, uh, Man City. The fact that they are talking about it gives me hope, though. Yeah. It it's, gives me man, hope. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Because they're still talking about it. And they've set a meeting. Now, what's the meeting for? Who knows? To talk about it? Probably. You cheated. Yep. Fuck off. Yeah. Penalty. It's not. There's no conversation. Like if I get caught speeding, we don't set a meeting. We get a fine. Mm. That's it. A few of them. Mm. Now, did you watch? Have you watched the highlights? Of I the, did watch the highlights. Yeah. Yeah. The, the big the, ones. The yeah. mini match. Yep. The twenty minute ones. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Well, they were like twenty eight. Yeah. Because they were obviously yeah. big games. Yep. Now the first one. Which one do you want to talk about first? Are we going to talk about them? Well, we can talk. Do briefly. you want to talk about? We them? can talk briefly about them. Do you know anything about them? I w- I watched. Oh, well, I watched the highlights of it. Look, mm-hmm. um, the 49ers were down a shit ton. Yeah, and won. Right. I really like the Detroit Lions. I thought they. I thought they actually were really good. Yeah, they were really really good. Yeah. Uh, it's hard not to like the 49ers as well. But sure. I, I really like I thought the, the Lions were going to win. The the Lions have been so, – their coach, they've gone from – in three years, mm-hmm. have gone from like winning five games in a season to yeah. playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So well, he, he's, he's getting a pay rise. The 49ers didn't look solid in the first half. 
The Detroit Lions in the first half looked like they were going to just... It was too easy. They looked like it was... They were just making first downs. Yeah. They were making yards. They were walking down the field. And then the 49ers have a couple of good defensive plays and get the ball back. But then they punt. And then the, you know, the Lions, you know, march back down the field again. And I thought, well, this is, this is, this is over. You know, the Lions are clearly playing better. And the 49ers, I think it's safe to say that they found a way to win. Yep. Would that be fair? Yeah, they did. Okay. So that takes me to the AFC, which is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Make no mistake, this was the Super Bowl. Yep. This is the two best teams. Yep. It didn't matter who won, my prediction, out of the Lions and the 49ers, yep. because the winner of this game... It doesn't matter if the Ravens won or the Chiefs won. The Super Bowl is not close. Yeah. The Ravens would have beaten the 49ers and the and the Lions by 30 points. Yeah. And so will the Chiefs. Yeah. The Super Bowl is not going to be interesting. Well, the only thing with the Chiefs is their defense is not ideal. And sure, it was better last week. It was very good. But it's not been ideal. And look, Mahomes is an absolute fucking freak. Yes, and so is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson for the Ravens is going to win the MVP for the National Football League. Yeah. And he lost the semifinal. Yeah. But he's still going to win the MVP. Now, you say that Chiefs' defense is, is, isn't great, but Lamar Jackson, the MVP quarterback, only put 10 points on. Yeah. Can't be that fucking bad. No, no, no but it's, that's, that's, the, that's been their weakness the whole season. Yeah, that but they, I, th- I think it's it's... It's their weakness because their attack is so good that their defense looks poor. Yeah, but their attack is the best in the league. Yeah, when they're like they are possible. the best team. Oh, they are. Look, I, I'm a, I've been a Mahomes fan since the start. The guys Tra- and Travis the, Kelsey. Yeah, what a half he had. What a first half. And Taylor Swift. Like oh, fucking shake fuck. it off, mate. You know, Travis Kelsey? It's been a yeah. Have you heard about this guy? He, like, wasn't even on the map. And then he started dating Taylor Swift, and all of a sudden he's famous. No. Fuck me. He's one of the most famous people to ever play <laughs> thanks to American Thank, football. Thanks to Patrick Mahomes. He's one of the best tight ends to ever play American football that there's ever been. Yeah, he's up there with Gronkowski. But, but now he's famous. Oh, my fucking God. Anyway. Shake it off, mate. But the first half, like, mm. he caught 12 passes mm. in the first half. Mm. Wouldn't you? I think we talked... The touchdown he scored. You're, if you're that big, you shouldn't be able to turn while running that fast and catch it with one left hand when you're right-handed and turn over the goal line. Like, I think we spoke unbelievable. about... Unbelievable. I think we spoke about this last year. But aren't you double-teaming, Kelsey? Aren't you like... Isn't your... I know then you're giving up something else, but it's almost like Kelsey, whenever he's in the shit, Mahomes, mm. whenever he's getting pressured, mm. he just finds Kelsey every time. Mm. Just gets him out. But do you know what Kelsey does, though? A lot of the times where Mahomes will pass to Kelsey, it won't be his first read. Yeah. It'll be his fourth read. Yeah. It'll be, they'll, he'll look up and he'll go, okay, Kelsey's double teamed. I can't pass it to him. Yeah. Okay. Wide receiver, no, no, no. Oh, pressure. The pocket's fallen apart. Mahomes will get out of it 
because he's a freak. Yeah. Because as the pocket's collapsing, he'll exit the he'll just duck, weave, get away. But while he's doing that, and this is what Travis Kelsey, he gets a lot of credit for it from NFL aficionados, but what if you if you don't know the game, you don't notice it. The whole time that Mahomes is checking everyone else to see if they're open and also escaping you know, the pocket that's breaking down, Kelsey hasn't stopped moving. Mm. So he was double teamed. And then when Mahomes' eyes go away from Kelsey, the guys marking Kelsey chill out. Mm. And then Kelsey makes an opposite run to the opposite way. And then Mahomes, as he gets out of the pocket, will go, there he is, bang. And they'll go, what an amazing play. These two just made that up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the play. Not like, you know, seven out of ten passes that that guy catches, it's under pressure. Yeah. And it was, the play was, you know, ten yards, then cut to the right, then turn. Mm. But then you just started running downfield because there was nothing on. And yeah. then Mahomes just lobbed it over the top. And then you caught it for an amazing play. Yeah. It's because you two just understand each other. That's what happens. Yeah. So, the guy's a freak. Travis Kelsey is a huge man. He's that a big move, man. That can move. He's a big man. And he's got hands like silk. Yeah. It's a, it's, he's good. He's, he's in, good. You know he's a quarterback? Or was he? He was a quarterback. In yeah. college. Right. Was a quarterback. Not high school. He was a college... You know the story about this guy? No. So Travis... The, the real abbreviated version, because we've got to go. We're running late now. But Travis Kelsey was signed to college as a quarterback. And... I think he was. He did his freshman year, and he obviously wasn't first string, but he was training as a quarterback, and they had him full scholarship. Yeah, full scholarship quarterback, huge, big body quarterback. This is like a Tom Brady sized human being. <coughs> um, but he was also an incredible athlete, and um, and he got caught um, in his sophomore year. He had a big party. Went to a big party. Now this is a guy in high school whose shit didn't stink. Yes. Right. Your shit doesn't stink in college either. And of his own account, he'll tell he he's said it on camera multiple times. He goes, Oh mate, I thought I was a fucking legend. And uh, and I was a dickhead. And he went to a party and he got really drunk and smoked some weed. And the next day they asked him to do a drug test. Right. And they caught him with marijuana in his system, which isn't the worst thing in the world, you know, yep. but it's America. Yep. They stripped him of his scholarship. They said, Fuck you, you're out. His brother, the other Kelsey brother, who plays for... Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. just retired. Thank you very much. His older brother... Jason Kelsey. Was, was in his senior year at the same college. Right. And I, he might have been... Travis might have been a freshman or a sophomore, but he was a few years behind him. His older brother um, went into bat for him and convinced the university to plead, you know, give him a second chance. He's just young. He's made one dumb mistake. Take his scholarship off him, but don't kick him out of school. They didn't. His brother convinced them to leave him in school, but he was off the football team. Travis then, uh, and I think this is what makes a champion, because I was watching an interview with him and he said, until that point in my life, I hadn't really had to struggle or work for anything. Mm. And I had a crossroads in my life and, um, and I had to go get a job. So we got a job painting houses to pay his own way through school. <coughs> How good's that? And he paid his way through school. He kept stayed in school. And the coach said, well, uh, after a year of that, after a year of not playing football and paying for your own school, the coach came to him, called him into his office and said, all right, 
your brother has not stopped annoying me for 12 months. Here are the rules. We don't need a quarterback. You've got to have a 3.0 grade point average. Now, until this point, this guy's not an academic. Mm. And 3.0 apparently, I don't know, but apparently it's pretty good. Yep. Apparently it's that's pretty high. You've got to have a three point grade point average and you're going to play as a tight end. And Travis went, whatever. Yep, I'll do whatever you need me to do. And he went, well, the last 12 months have shown me that. So you fuck up once you're out. He went, yep, done. He maintained a 3.0 grade point average. This is a non-academic dude. Mm. And he learned how to play tight end in college. And now he's one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. Mm. Good story. Cool, hey? Now, that's the abbreviated version. Mm. If you ever can get on YouTube and watch some interviews with this guy or watch the story, this is a guy that had it all and got it taken away like millions of people before him, but then switched. Mm. Switched into a champion. And I love that. It's, not, love off, it's not often we finish on a high note. It was good officially unqualified. Did you like that? I did. It was Do you want to finish on a low note? No. I, I've got it. Do you? Yeah. Go. Half Bowl, uh, Super Bowl halftime show is going to be performed by Usher. Yeah, and on that note... The best star of 1994. And on that note... Put your hands up, bend your knees, bounce around in a circle, get down with me. Oh. Come on, come on. Yeah, you could know it. (laughs) See you next week, people. Enjoy. Bye for now. Have Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.